0: Everybody, this is Todd McFarland here. I got the DC Multiverse and you're listening to DC Collector Cast.
1: D.C. Collecticast, talking action figures and collectibles from the D.C. universe, and welcome to the Dome. D.C. Fandome 2021, baby. I am your co-host, Benjamin David. Recorded October 17th, 2021. Today, it's our bonus episode for Fandome. We'll be hitting the Flash teaser and the Batman trailer. And for tomorrow's regularly scheduled Wednesday pod, your co-host LT and I will also be hitting the rest of the TV and movie news from the Dome. Of course, we haven't forgotten about collectibles, with the brand new line of the Batman figures now up for pre-order. So we'll be covering all the post-fandom, toy news, and the Batman figures on next week's pod, so stay tuned for that. We are brought to you by our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe there. That's youtube.com slash above and Batman Beyond. Check out our other shows in the channel. We have the DC Animated Movie Show, as well as our flagship show. That's Above and Batman Beyond. Speaking of our other shows and Fandom, uh, we have coverage on both those pods right now with reactions for both DC live action and animation. And plenty more vids and pods coming to the channel as well. Already posted some highlight vids uh, from my, excuse me, some highlight vid clips from my Batman trailer reaction on the YouTube channel. Uh, tons of fun making those, so check those out. Please subscribe to the pod so you don't miss an episode. We are DC Collected Cast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please write us a five-star review on Apple, really helps us out, takes literally just a minute or two, but that few minutes goes a very long way in helping awesome listeners like you find the show. Tell your friends as well, share it around, help us out if you enjoy it. So again, today it's The Flash and The Batman. Joining me for today's coverage from the Dome is your co-host LT, aka at House of Geekery on Instagram. LT is the Vice President of the Comic Collectors Guild, so follow him there as well, that's at the Comic Collectors Guild. Follow the pod on Instagram. We are at DC Collecticast, and follow the YouTube channel as well. We are at Batman Beyond Media. Speaking of social media, we now have a Facebook for DC Collecticast. Just like the show, we are at DC Collecticast. All right, collectors and citizens of the DC fandom, let's talk the Flash and the Batman. So the Flash, and then the Batman. Okay. Uh, so for the Flash, there was the teaser, and then after that, there was um. The Batman trailer and bonus content. So starting off with the Flash baby, Ezra Miller comes out. SM dog collar looking great. I think he had a denim vest as well. <laughs> so glad. That's it and Um, but man, this trailer. All right. Let's do it. What do you got?
2: That now this trailer I was looking for. It's a teaser trailer. Teaser. Uh I was looking forward to as much <laughs> as I was Batman, only because mm. uh, Batman's in this movie too. If sp- spoiler wait, alert. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Batman in the Flash movie? <laughs> um I saw, like that,
1: I saw that, that Mr. I saw that Mr. Freeze review, and yeah, he was saying that. <laughs> the Mr. Freeze who impersonated me last night trying to fucking do this reaction, but yes. Uh oh my god. So go ahead, sorry. No, I
2: was just saying, um, you hear Michael Keaton's voice telling him about, you know, you have this, your ability to go back in time and change back, change whatever, change history, whatever. That's why I was referencing a little bit of Aquaman right now. Who knows what Aquaman will be because of the Flash movie. This Flash movie is supposed to either reinvigorate, reinvent the DCU only because of this time travel. Uh, issue it's kind of like the butterfly effect you try to fix one thing something goes wrong and then you try to fix it again something else right because it looks
1: like they're doing pretty much flashpoint you know we see barry in front of his mom's house we see him you know approach his mom so it looks like he has done something or is at least on the precipice of making the choice where you know uh yes he understands the butterfly effect of trying to change the past right
2: now how that ties into we see a second flash we see a second barry allen yeah who that's Blair a does, barry
1: allen yeah okay
2: people are saying people are saying that because it that's does look a, like
1: ezra miller but yeah no it is ezra miller that, that is ezra second, miller
2: it's a second flash okay because right people there's that saying, shot
1: in the back cave with also sasha kaya supergirl standing there supergirl, yeah. both of these I, two behind barry allen ezra miller so that is Ezra Miller with the spray painted emblem.
2: The bat suit, the makeshift bat suit, is spray painted. That and he spray makeshift bat on.
1: suit. What do you mean bat suit? Flash have you
2: suit. Ever, have you ever seen? Did you see the uh, the teasers of the bat suit painted red with the flash logo on it? Yeah, that's what he's wearing. People have already zoomed into it. No he's way. Wearing it. He's what? wearing the Batman suit painted red with he made shift a batman suit into a flash costume What? so he, what he, did
1: he do he stole the return suit
2: I don't know we don't know you, you even see him painting a flash logo on a boot Remember? yeah but I didn't
1: know that was the I mean yeah I didn't know that was a bat boot how were you supposed to know that that's that suit people have been no I, I believe you I just I, I'm just <laughs> saying I that's not yeah. like super super I didn't see that wow wow yeah no yeah. okay if you get go a chance ahead. oh i'm watching it now i'll watch it right now go ahead
2: zoom in if you can to that ezra miller in the back that is the batman suit that we were teased with the flash logo painted.
1: all right yeah keep talking go ahead i'm going to pull this up and we're going to share the screen but keep talking
2: so we see both flashes uh so that that didn't happen in flashpoint right we don't get two flashes do we no
1: uh no it's just a uh, eobard thawne turns into yeah. the big bad and we
2: did we didn't so, yeah have... i don't
1: remember another flash being produced or anything and we didn't
2: have a uh supergirl right no in flashpoint
1: not that i remember
2: we didn't i mean i never have... read the
1: comic but i uh it's in the in the movie now.
2: Uh nor neither did he. Uh, did we have? Well, we had two Batmans. We, we had. Uh,
1: yeah, Thomas we had Thomas Wayne and, and then and Batman Reagan, Standard, and yeah, and Bruce Wayne.
2: But no, neither. See if you can.
1: Yeah. So this guy back here, this that is,
2: is Ezra Miller. That is another Flash.
1: But this is According, a bat suit.
2: Yeah, if you go and look up the bat suit Flash that was teased and dropped by uh, yeah i remember
1: that yeah
2: that's that one that's it right there wow he's right.
0: wearing I just, a, I just didn't
1: see it i just didn't see a red. bat symbol and it's it wasn't nearly as red it wasn't in that teaser was the whole thing red yes oh that's right well because there was the one. you know what i'm mixing it up with the one with the blood on it
2: see now the blood one someone dissected that too
1: well, yeah, because we get that shot of... Because he talks about you could change the future, and then we see a bloody cowl. Is you talking about cow that? The cowl
2: and the suit on the floor. Now, what are we seeing there?
1: Right. What are we seeing there? Because let's actually stick with this Flash character for a second. Okay. Okay. So what else about this guy? What do you think? So you think... Because that, that sounds to me like if he has a bat suit, that sounds to me like... A multiverse version of what could be a Terry McGinnis Batman Beyond type slash flash, though, where he steals the Batsuit, and then that gets him involved with an older Batman.
2: People are saying that's the multiverse Jay Garrick.
1: But then why steal a Batsuit?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Let's see,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I I just think like a younger character stealing a bat suit is not by accident,
2: right?
1: That's and interesting. We've, cool. Yeah,
2: we've, there's okay. just so much we don't. I mean, like we don't know about Sasha Kaya's character, uh, supergirl from that, or what multiverse that is. Because it's yeah, not like all, she it's could all, be
1: related to Henry Cavill. Likely, she's not. If they're doing a multiverse,
2: yeah. You know, and remember, we didn't see we didn't see anything in this trailer of Ben Affleck's Batman.
1: We didn't, but what we're looking at right now, the speaking of blood, bloody cowl, at first i I assumed this was all eighty nine stuff on the ground because this is also right as Michael Keaton is saying, you can change the future, yeah, right, so if he's saying you can change the future and then it's a dead Batman essentially on the ground, uh it means that we will see you, right you,
2: there you see that the hand you
1: uh the hand yeah, what is that? Oh, yeah. People I was wondering, well, who's that old person's hand? What is that?
2: Yeah. People are commenting that that's Ben Affleck, Batman dead, dying. That oh, this is so dead.
1: Barry Allen brings about the death of, of Batfleck.
2: Of that yeah, and thus changing the future. No more Ben Affleck as Batman in the Snyderverse.
1: Do you think that's what brings about Nightmare Batman? Because <laughs> this looks a lot like Nightmare, obviously.
2: Yeah, but those pointies right there are, are reminiscent of uh,
1: Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was it's like so at first I was like, all right, oh so, you know, you're gonna get me killed, essentially, is Michael Keaton talking to him, right? Yes, but then you have the idea of this does look a lot like Batfleck. Uh this does look a lot like Nightmare, right? Which is obviously Batfleck we know this is the end of Batfleck this movie so
2: but can you see the costume in the back that's the bat signal of uh, Michael Keaton
1: yeah all the rubber right that's the that's the old suit
2: right there that's the old suit
1: oh and that's the emblem right yeah with the blood drop
2: that that we got teased also
1: okay yeah
2: that's what I thought damn teaser trailers are teasing our minds Mm
1: mm-hmm the other thing too is that it's all multiverse, so any of these suits could be changed in different ways. So this looks like Sasha Kaya as well, yeah. Supergirl, uh, with yeah. Ezra Miller for the audio. He's putting like a blanket over her. You know, she's like laid out somewhere. Yeah, that's and you a can different change the past.
2: multiverse, Ezra. So I like the, I like that we got the ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, so let's get to the ring in a second. But these boots here,
2: those are the Batman boots.
1: These are Bat boots. Yeah. They don't make that clear in the trailer, though. I I, I agree no, no, that no, I agree they don't make people... anything
2: clear. It's just these yeah, eagle eye people.
1: But you're right, dude. Look at the bottom. That's how you know with the eighty nine yeah, boots.
2: These are eagle eye people that dissect oh, for a living. Oh
1: yeah, it's <laughs> you know I believe them. And the other thing too is we did get that, like you said, that bat flash suit. I mean, I've said that before. Suit awesome. Yeah, dude, look at the suit. So let's talk about. This flash. I mean, I've always wanted, before we get to it, I've, I've, I've said on our Batmobile updates before on the show that <laughs> I want this to be, I want Ezra Miller to meet Michael Keaton running alongside the 1993 Batmobile, like 1993, 94 Batmobile, just post returns. Kind of right before what we see in these Batman 89 comics right now, where he's got the gray in his hair, just a little before that, between that and the movies. I would absolutely love because it doesn't he's obviously, a, you know, someone of time and space. It doesn't matter when Ezra Miller meets him since he is the Flash. We all know he could time travel. That would be so amazing. And then we could finally see that Batmobile in full motion. We'll finally, you know, and then you could do de-aging Michael Keaton, especially with a bat suit. Any beefs that people have had about the de-aging thing, I would say in a bat suit. And you could even have it, like, in the 89 book. At this point, he has the white eyes. You could play with that. Do whatever you want. And I'm telling you, that him running alongside that Batmobile opens up, you know, the roof shoots out of it. I'm Batman. Theater jizz. <laughs> asm. I mean, we would all just flip out. Like, you just you just tweak it enough that it's like, oh, he has gotten improvements from Returns, and this is a sequel for all of us exactly 30 years later.
2: Exactly. You you give us
1: that, and I only need like 30 seconds of it. I just want to see that Batmobile in motion, because I I guess what I'm mainly saying, I want to see Keaton at his prime. I like that we're getting, uh, you know, and who knows, when they show up, that could be 1993, 94 when they show up. Right. We really don't don't know.
2: know. We don't know anything.
1: I also, I paused it like crazy, you know, during the 35 minutes that got lost on YouTube. Uh, (laughs) 45 minutes total, in fact. I noticed that they, you could tell they deliberately blurred out everything in the back here. I mean, it's just out of focus because it's like any movie, but they don't show you shit from, uh, in the back of the back here. No, sir. I
2: mean, at the beginning it's so foggy you can barely tell that's wayne manor you you know when they open the door everything's in disarray but the, you can tell that yeah that is bruce's digs <laughs> oh how about this all-
1: so since this got lost in the ether i do have to publish this okay uh <laughs> i <laughs> wanted i literally one of our first youtube videos is me going Oh my God. It was like when this Keaton stuff all got announced and everything like last summer, 2020. And I'm like, dude, if you give us an Edward Scissorhands type house on the hill, you know, Ezra Miller flash has to like dust off the bat cave essentially. And then stumbles upon similar to Edward Scissorhands where it's like, this used to be this weird old, like Tim Burtonian old tech, crazy place and then I literally I don't know if I said it in the video but I was just like you know him pulling I I at least imagine this is him pulling you know the the power to the bat cave with cobwebs all that I even I definitely said cobwebs in the video and I was just like dude this trailer is literally opening with everything I've wanted from this movie that I published myself in a video saying I wanted in this movie it was one of the most bizarre experiences which is quite the opposite of what we're about to talk about next which is the batman which i never expected to dislike I matt reeves is an amazing director and all that but that one caught me off guard in a much different way where it was just like (laughs) it was clearly the star of the show for many fucking reasons of fandom but we're and we're gonna get into all that but it's like that, I didn't expect to floor me. Whereas this, I kind of did. And it did. Yeah. But it also gave me... I also have never been like fan-serviced that well. Ever. <laughs> like, that directly. So weird.
2: A happy ending, if you will.
1: My God. <laughs> um, like, even... It's one of those things where even if the whole movie's not great, I already know from the teaser we're getting the scenes that I have wanted to see.
2: There is no way it cannot be, it, you know, anything but great. I mean, the whole voiceover was Michael Keaton. I mean, we just have to see his pointy ears at the end, and you're like, fuck yeah, that's Keaton. <sighs> and how it ends with him with him saying, So you're in, in? Are you in? You know, obviously they're gonna they're gonna go do something.
1: Yeah, so are you in? So that implies, yeah, they're kind of on their adventure Supergirl, this other Flash, and then they come and approach the bats in the Batcave. Um, and, you know, with him as the voiceover, that's certainly deliberate, not only to, to bring you in, but as has been established, he is now kind of our Nick Fury of what is now this DC multiverse. Yeah, that's what yeah, The live-action DC multiverse led by the man who essentially started it all. Started it you know, all, exactly. Of course, Christopher Reeve technically, but 89 is much more relevant. So, dude. And
2: and how they ended the whole thing in a little comedic note how he was (laughs) pulling the tarp off the Batmobile. Oh
1: my god. So yes, let's get to it, dude. (laughs) Now
2: they don't show it. We all know. That's the fucking Batmobile.
1: (laughs) This was the part... When, because I think that the whole thing goes black to show you that. Yeah, you're right. It was after it, by the way, the music as this is coming in. It's so 80s. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Dude, this whole flash score that we're getting in this trailer. I and it's such an obvious thing to go like, oh, it's a character of speed. It's blah, blah, blah. But it's also DC, which is a tradition of music. And then on the CW and stuff, kind of their musical DNA is a bit more, Nolan-ish, Hans Zimmer-ish because, you know, Arrow was coming off Dark Knight and you could tell Flash was then building off of that and there was just a little more classic DC, classical music in there with scores. Great scores, it's just, this though is like, no, no, the 80s is perfect for Flash, number one. It's a character of speed, it's a character of electricity, the modern day, all that stuff. But it's also... 89 batman motherfucker <laughs> god like this is going to feel uh, like an 80s movie which is again part of why i wanted that not just the tim burton obvious connection there but edward scissorhands like if you make that feel ah uh, edward scissorhands ish with that house uh, it's just uh, they're doing it dude it really seems like they're doing it
2: I was 16 years old in 89 when the when Batman came out. I remember going to go, go see oh it. Oh my god. We cut class last period to go get it. My friend and I met there and it sold out. And I was like, "Uh, oh, but he got a ticket." So back then it was you would tear the ticket. The top and the bottom were exactly the same thing. So he tore the ticket, he gave me one half. And we went and said, oh, you already let us in. We showed them the ticket, and boom, we got in. What? Yes. That's how there was no ticket checker back then. I mean, they were just, you know. Yeah,
1: remember that? Yeah, there's so much you could get away with at theaters back then. It was I used to remember, I mean, the bathroom move. So you just get a ticket to one hallway or whatever. You walk into one theater, and I would just spend the day there.
2: Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. Just because you have a bathroom. You got a bunch of food, presumably, um, or you're able to get it and figure it out and just... it. God, I love the movies so much. Yeah, so... So yeah, back to this here, we got the... This is what... (laughs) If the reaction survived... In fact, it probably would... I hope I didn't delete them. I hope I did save them on YouTube. I might have had a frustration. Just hearing me and the Mr. Freeze voice start to cry. (laughs) uh, And I wasn't weeping or anything, but I was just like... Guys, here it is because I couldn't, my body was just like, wait, what? Oh my God. Under that it's, uh, and so Anton first, I mean the whole cave around him straight out of 89, straight out of returns. And it is the one thing I have said as we started talking about this, him running alongside the 89 mobile. I've got to see the fucking Batmobile. We always talk how important that is to the character. We're going to get to it with uh, Batman. It's just as important as him having pointed ears on his head is that car.
2: A damn car, yes.
1: And when he, yeah, and it didn't matter that we didn't see it, which is amazing. I, It was just as emotional for me.
2: Dude, just look at the shape of it. You knew that's the damn Batmobile.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I know, but it's just still like, I had the same, it's just funny the way they marketed that of like you don't see it, but you see it and i still just got emotional man
2: and then off screen he's like
0: oh shit <laughs> yeah it
1: just cuts away from him definitely going holy shit <sighs> yeah
2: no it was exciting to see i mean teaser trailer or not it 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 did show us a lot of stuff we wanted to see
1: i mean multiverse i guess pun intended is just the point of it and then we uh we still haven't comments on the suit we'll get to the suit in a second the whole point of this multiverse thing, right, is to show us the different sides of the DC multiverse. It's like, if you don't like maybe this style, you get this style. And now they're literally doing it, the films, and they have inadvertently been doing it. We all know this, right? You got a Joker one year, you got Aquaman the next. You get all this stuff that is not connected, whatever. Yeah. Um, but what is also cool now is that they are not just acknowledging, but embracing that, bringing it alive, tying it into their stories and treating a tradition of now 30 plus years. And with Returns, it's obviously planned that they did that, but actually, no, I guess with COVID and everything and the fact that there were five different Flash movies, whatever, the fact that this movie will come out exactly 30 years after the release of Returns um, is just one of the greatest cinematic like tricks that you can play on anyone in terms of nostalgia, in terms of, so all this is brilliant. We know this, we know this. What I like though, is that it's like, they're really presenting it to you directly in such a big way. Right. So we know the draw from Michael Keaton, right. We know as comic fans when I say we, but the general public, it's truly explaining what a multiverse is in a big way of like, no, we're going to bring Batfleck in and possibly kill him. Like likely it's either Keaton or Batfleck, but my theory, and I hate to theorize or whatever, but I guess the multiverse is a way around this, but my one problem with that being Keaton who dies if Keaton's supposed to be this Nick Fury type guide through the multiverse after this, then what is it? Him dying doesn't kind of make sense in this. And if we know that Affleck is Dunsky, this is the swan song for Batfleck, well, then... Batfleck
2: was supposed to have uh, ended right after Justice League, but then... Right.
1: So the fact that... So we know then that this is... This is like his epilogue, essentially. Yeah. So we know that that's... It's either if that suit's not him, because again, we know that's the 89 suit, whatever that is. Um, Batfleck's probably gonna get it. And I think doing that, killing... Ben Affleck Batman, killing Batman on the big screen and then you move the camera, just as I hit my mic, and then you move the camera over and you still kind of got a Batman and it's your Batman from your childhood. I think people all of a sudden are going to go holy shit, like it's changed and we're just going to have so many people that convert. It's going to be ridiculous but all that aside, I also think too, what's cool is that they're really going to prove to you like, oh, if you don't like killy stuff, if you don't like people dying, at least you got this. And it's a fun version of DC is what I'm trying to say. Doing it multiverse-wise is, it makes this like, traveling through the multiverse makes it an adventure is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. Whereas, you know, the Batman is a very self-contained, Dark noir, we don't want that to connect to anything. Like, we really don't. As at most, and what's smart is that they're connecting it only with itself, but via TV. So you're expanding, but you are not reaching out to anybody else. Like for a while at least. I do not want to see Battenson, you know, I don't want to see Michael Keaton show up with fucking Ezra Miller in the Battinson cave. I do not want that. And I can promise you, they're not gonna do that for. Maybe ever? I don't,
2: I don't think ever, no. I, I don't think, think they're they going to keep those, those universes yeah. separate. I mean, as far as... I mean, going back to as as... And not because they have to,
1: because technically they don't have to. Oh, but yeah. I think that they just know that that's a bad choice taste-wise.
2: I mean, movie-wise, just looking at the concept, the whole multiverse, the whole... You know, it's so much more fantastical, phantasmic, you know mythological if you will you know as far as and it's not as grounded as say like the Nolan movies you know uh, where it probably in the Nolan verse there was no Superman there was you know it was just very grounded here you have uh, unlimited possibilities because you bring in the uh, the uh, you know the cosmic part of it so right I think they're gonna like and and what we've seen so far of the Pattinson universe, you see how grounded and dark that is, you know. I don't think they're gonna be mixing that with, with any other super or any of the hero. I think it's that itself is gonna be its own.
1: Yeah, it definitely re- will. I mean, even Matt Reeves was talking about uh, how with the whole the Bruce Tim show, the Cape Crusader, like that's just straight up Batman. And they'll do the same thing with it. And I'm just again using it as an example. They're definitely not, but that's just cool that this demonstrates. The fun sides of the DC universe while also getting people to just be like oh if I don't like this part of DC I can jump over to this thing and I, I think Marvel's kind of unfortunately painted themselves into a corner um, I think that what if has helped them maybe a little bit but
2: Is everything that, being connected you mean
1: yeah and now I guess they had they are doing the multiverse of madness and stuff but yeah um, I don't know. You really even with that. You you're now you're even connecting that. So even that's not something that's different. It's by definition you're now kind of whereas I, I don't know. I, I feel like DC is and what's interesting I was just a and we'll uh wrap the wrap up this part with the flash uh sorry, wrap up the flash stuff with this is that recently I was just at a comic shop and the guy was like yeah, in the comics marvel's crushing it with the multiverse stuff like they kind of are doing it better right now which is interesting because dc is kind of historically more set up for that known for that um but then it definitely seems like with the movies right now by judging by this like <laughs> we are owning uh in terms of the multiverse so that's pretty dope
2: i guess i can't wait that's no <laughs> i mean batman aside i would have loved a flashpoint uh not a direct copy of the uh, book or the cartoon i mean i would have loved to seen the thomas wayne and stuff like that batman still to that effect but bringing freaking michael keaton back from the 89 back from you know oh
1: dude it's yeah it's crazy but uh (laughs) yeah that is the flash we are back with the Batman in 3, 2, <laughs> What? <laughs> it sounds like he's on the show. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining Battenson sitting there like... Sitting there. What? When you say 3, is that a call or a warning? Or a warning. Oh, my God, that fucking voice. All right, let's do this. I will not stop talking about it once I start. Oh, all right. <laughs> and we are back with the Batman. <laughs> um, LT. The Batman, not teaser. Not not COVID 19. Here you go. Because we're about to shut down production for a couple months. Here's 25%. Based on that trailer was crazy from last year. I was very oh happy with it. Unbelievable. For 25% of the movie only being shot, that trailer was great. But it wasn't a trailer trailer. We just got a trailer for a movie. And before I pass it off to you, this is very important. By the time it comes out, we'll have been the first solo Batman movie in 10 years. Dark Knight Rises was the last solo Batman movie. And I will say this, DC, before I hand it off to LT here, Don't ever let that happen again. Why would that ever be? It's about damn time. Yeah. All right, baby. What do you got? The Batman.
2: Oh, my God. The highlight of the whole damn con fandom was the Batman, the trailer, official trailer release. I mean, going back to last year, that 25% video shots Mm -hmm. was amazing. Incredible. We got to see him just beat down a guy in the friggin' alley. We got to see how dark it's gonna be. We got, we to got see, um vengeance, yeah. We get, yeah, we get Riddler basically, you know, killing people or you know, yeah, setting that up duct tape killed. opening, yeah, yeah. yeah. They all that fact, David
1: Finchery y looking, fucking, oh, uh, God, what's man. it called, zodiac killer, serial killer, yes. oh,
2: yeah, yes. Fast forward uh, to this year, we finally get this full trailer, and holy crap! Oh my god, I mean, it starts off with uh, a—it's uh, the Riddler, it's Paul Dano's character, just you know, sitting at a booth. You know, we don't see his face, but you can tell that's him. And then, I mean, when the shot pans uh, over the uh, his coffee, you see the question mark on that Dude. right there. You know, oh, this shit's about to go down.
1: And it just felt even just them pushing in on him, that was so noir. Like it was all foggy. All you had, like most of the light was just the neon from the diner, really well lit, really well composed. I mean, the pacing of it, the way the cops move in on him was so damn David Fincher. Like that was that was essentially Kevin Spacey's character just being like, Come arrest me. Come arrest me, yeah. Which is how it begins and you realize you're like oh this riddler wants to be caught and that many swat teams descending on you you just killed a lot of fucking people in a lot of gruesome Mm. ways to get that many swat dudes to chase your ass down and you let yourself get caught and you just put a little question mark in your macchiato
2: (laughs) you see a future scene where he's (sighs) in prison and batman's interrogating him through the glass and just smashes like what have you done you know oh my god and then we see him um you know fighting his and then we see we see a lot more selena kyle this time oh she's so pretty
1: (laughs) yeah she looks good in this i mean god i never i guess i just never seen her in stuff before and in that first trailer they didn't give enough of they didn't Present her beauty, let's say, and then this I was no. like, Whoa, all right, Catwoman's hot. The,
2: the short haired way they're going with her, oh my god,
1: which is, of course, hey. a callback to Darwin Cook looking like a silver AG yeah, Catwoman, yeah. but the suit. Sorry, I keep cutting in. Go ahead. No, no, no,
2: no, it did. It, it, um... We see him in action. We finally get to see Alfred. We didn't see him last time. You're right. You know, Alfred giving that, you know, his Alfred Sage advice. Ice. Um, we see... Uh, we if see you keep Gordon, going, there
1: will be nothing left.
2: Yeah, yeah. We get to see Gordon, but much less uh, in a much less capacity than we did the first time. Because this time it was all focused on Batman and... Uh, the Batman. The Batman. I mean... And then we get to see more of, uh, of the Penguin. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be Oswald in this because he's not the Penguin yet, I don't think.
1: No, yeah, it's all early. They're all before who they become. That's this so movie,
2: apparently. We finally get to him. We get to fire, finally hear him talk. We, it's not like the Penguin we've always known. It's, it sounded like a, like a gangster type. It sounded like hey, a New York hey,
1: Italian. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was like, that's pretty cool.
1: I was like, uh, oh, my God.
2: I mean, the the whole, the action shots we saw, the colors, the tones. Oh, my God. And then the, how it ended. Finally, that Batmobile just tearing through the flames after the penguin was like, ah, I got you, whatever. And then he looks in the rear view and then, boom, through the flames, we see the Batmobile just come right after him. Boom. And it ends with him looking at him upside down from the car, ups, and then Q logo the Batman. Holy shit, man! That was the <laughs> that was that was well worth watching. Four hours straight, five hours straight of fandom just to get that.
1: So that is how they ended it.
2: That's how they ended it. They right after that they had the panel of the the hosts of the show. End it thank you this is this has been fandom this and that's how they ended oh
1: holy shit before wow. the
2: the uh, before the uh, trailer drop they had a uh, they had a little uh, panel with Matt Reeves uh, Zoe and uh, Zoe Kravitz and uh, Robert Pattinson you know going over mm. uh, the movie and you know how basically how you know the COVID had to shut them down and they had mm. to come back. And of course, Matt Reeves just going how much he loved Pattinson's, uh, you know, uh, Batman. How you know, Yeah. Hold how on. Everything.
1: Let's, uh, let's save that. I want to stick with the trailer for a minute.
2: Okay. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I haven't watched that and that's like a separate thing for a minute. So let's, uh, I'm not going to not watch it. I just, I've been saving stuff here. Uh <laughs> yeah so back to the trailer dude like just this movie looks like it has everything i like performance the fucking camera work the lighting you said the colors before the story like it seems thematically rich as hell acting fighting or sorry action fighting um and then obviously just as important as all this shit it is batman as fuck like so i guess starting off with like story types no. this theme of uh not just fear which we have gotten in batman movies but what i'm really excited about with this anger yes is a big That's one what I'm saying. this guy has emotional problems and they are rage rage and rage
2: slight you know it's it's just vengeance and retribution for you're right you know, i'm vengeance you're right yeah 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 his, his parents taken away from him and he that vow he said when he was going to punish the uh the wicked is going to be seen in this movie i mean just by the throwdowns and the beatdowns he's he's giving you know and you just see him walking down the hall, dark hall with bullets bouncing off his chest and off his suit and he's not even flinching He's just walking
1: Uh, yeah i really think that i I posted on instagram i I think this is the first time that we're going to kind of be like truly scared by a batman and i i I do think that we there that was a very deliberate shot both for the trailer and in the movie we're going to see more of it especially by judging by the sound design, he's letting us hear all the crunchy and grossness of the reality of violence, which is when people get punched, it's an ugly sound. Uh, So we're kind of hearing all that and it might be like played up a little (laughs) bit. But when Zoe Kravitz's face, when she's watching him just beat the ever-living shit out of this dude, I didn't notice it until the second time I watched it. (laughs) It like stops on her face and she's legitimately scared and kind of like you could tell she wants to be like, please stop. Like, the guy's down.
2: I mean, again, this is a year two story. This is him really young. So this vengeance and this retribution is still in his head. It's still, you know, it's what's driving him. I mean, that's why in future movie or future Batmans, we see him more, you know, in the shadows, more calculated, more, you know, not so much tamed, but more methodical in his approach here he just all balls out he's just gonna he's gonna take you down that is badass you know? that is
1: what's interesting about yeah when you don't see like because everyone's been saying and I've been one of them and this is where I feel I love about this kind of shit seeing trailers like this movies like this if it is the movie we are seeing in this trailer and it's that this whole time I've been kind of like, oh man, we've seen the stripped down. We've seen the the gritty. We've seen the what if it was real type thing. We've seen the year one slash year two with the uh, you know, Dark Knight Trilogy. This is so different in terms of how it's stripped down and how it's year one slash two or more year two this is. Yeah. Um, it is in weird ways a lot more realistic, I think, than the Nolan movies because it doesn't show the ugliness of again what it would be like to really the problems that you would have to have the types of problems that you would have to have to go out there and beat the shit out of people and what beating it yeah and so oh, and to and, see and batman at, yourself. and get beaten yourself and like to which is essentially the same thing like you're beating yourself up which he even says and there's that one shot and i talk about it in the trailer reaction on youtube is i paused on it for like a couple minutes i was just like dude that right there his eyes when he has the makeup off which we got a little bit of in that fandom trailer are we in the, he still has the makeup on and the the cowls off um which for so many reasons is really good in a lot of different symbolic ways which i do want to talk about but that one shot of this time he's like looking back and he just goes like i don't care what happens to me mm-hmm. this dude he's like losing it essentially um, I, I think it's this really interesting and then story wise it's almost like you're in number two not just year two literally but also I I, I think it's almost a, a year two story wise where Matt Reeves is just throwing us into the middle of a story. I think yeah. the, the Riddler has just been taking people the fuck out and it's no Riddler origin or any of that although it's early again it's no Riddler origin it's just going to be like this dude has been murdering We have a young Batman. Here we go. Here's Catwoman. Here's Penguin. Here's this. Here's that. And all the bitching we've, a lot of us, me, when I say us, included, is like, oh, we're not seeing Batman in his prime. So, well, yeah, but what's cool about that is that Batman in a prime isn't unhinged. He might have moments, but Mm -hmm. he's calculated. That's such a good point you made. Like, he's not that calculated yet. He's not yet able to kind of process that kind of stuff. And we're going to get a whole new side of that's why it's a little more the Batman using as a language nerd, uh, the definite article versus, you know, I guess just not using an article at all or a Batman, of course, would be even worse. But t- calling him, adding the, indef- adding a, an article to Batman makes it, makes him more mysterious and makes him newer and makes him younger by saying the Batman. Um and that whole thing just it fits all perfectly, I think, with this whole thing. And and back to like the look of it and everything like that is just breathtaking. Like nothing in Nolan visually. It, it was breathtaking in, in some ways, of course, like when you had the. Um, but it was more like in an action way, like the Hong Kong flight scene, the, uh, the opening of Dark Knight and IMAX. I mean, all that stuff is just unbelievable over chicago right before the, the bank robbery all that shit but none of it is uh very aesthetically interesting it's so stripped down that it's it's not going for aesthetic maybe aesthetic's the wrong word but uh i think you know what i mean this you said color oh. i think color is keyword the color and the lighting in this is this is a film like the nolan movies are films but they're still kind of a little more, I think, popcornish, And maybe that was because there are other times that he would have made something a little more like this now. But like, this is a film film. The color, the camera work, it is just absolutely gorgeous. The way they compose shots and how characters' faces, you'll see a character's face in a fight and what that character... I watched somebody react to it and they were like, yeah, I mean, this is all so well composed Insofar far as even in the action shots, you see just enough of Batman's face, you know, with the over the shoulder of this guy, and then a cutting back to the over the shoulder to then see Batman's face. And everything is just what it means to each character in the shot, what the lighting means in each shot. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And for the most part, it was dark, you know, like at the lighting that. It was like at night. It was like hardly any scenes, like um the Dark Knight Rises. The whole movie was, you know, in daytime. Oh god, in the I snow, couldn't take fact. that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it was a great movie, but you had Batman all black in the snow in light and day, and you are like, okay, something's odd, something's off here.
1: <laughs> yeah, whereas this is like all night, or they do the thing of sunrise which is fascinating
2: yeah they had that awesome shot where he was just looking down over gotham and it looked like under at sunset or sunrise it was oh, god bless
1: and i originally had this is another thing of like i originally kind of had a beef with that promo shot like just pre-fando matt reeves released out of batman overlooking the city sunrise i'm like why, why is he still awake like i don't want to see batman you could argue sunrise is not quite then real quick. I read this Batman imposter book. Have you read that?
2: I do not. I have it, but I have not read it yet.
1: Yeah. So it's a tie-in to, uh, well, not tie-in, but it's a potential like same verse or inspiration thereof. blah, blah, blah. Now I'm not going to get into the meaning of that because it'll potentially spoil it for people. Um, that kind of hit me, but even if that has no connection of what that means, and if it is what they're doing in that book, this movie is going to be 35 fucking times better. Here's kind of why I think it is going to be in that. And again, I'm not going to say what it is, but the the idea of sunrise. So stick with that for a second is that we see that five times in the trailer. We see a lot of sunrises in this, and we have not seen a lot of sunrises in Batman movies. But then I was also noting there's this like lighting theme throughout with fire and light coming out of darkness. So you were saying a lot of it's at night as which, yeah, exactly. Which is the natural light, right? But sunrise is light coming out of natural light. Uh, You have darkness. And then you were saying before that one of my favorite things and one of my favorite things in all action movies (laughs) is a dark room And then flashing lights as people are getting the shit beaten out of them. And it almost looks like slow-mo where it's like you don't know where the person is and next thing you know is like all this. Yeah, yeah, strobe light essentially. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Uh, That entire I rewound that like three times during the reaction and it's all the light is coming from the machine gun fire. That is it. It's a completely pitch black I guess shipping container they're in or wherever the hell they are in a warehouse and that's all the light. And I think that again, and then there's that, This is the last example I'll use, but it all goes back to this light coming out of darkness, which is he lights the flare. Oh. And then a bunch of, it looks like a bunch of people are following the Batman somewhere. Like he's leading a bunch of, I don't know what the hell's going on there. If he's saving a bunch of people and that's like, he's their guiding light or whatever. But I promise you, oh, and then the money shot, motherfucker, that you said before. Penguin's point of view uh, and an upside down reflection of Batman walking toward him, burning fire. Or the bat walking toward him, fire in the background. Like I him walking through the fire upside down was just one of the coolest fucking things i've ever seen and like you said that's when you cut to your to your title just
2: yeah that was some cinematic juice and flowing right there i mean the to have him you, or oswald just elated oh that's what i do or, that's what you get or what did he say this is what i did to you hi, hi or whatever yeah something like and that then he or, just, i got you he, something like that oh uh, yeah and then he just like looks into the rear view and then you see this freaking flame and then you see the fear in Cobblepot's face like
1: oh, and again shit. fear as a theme these people are scared shitless
2: and he just come i mean the beach he, oh, he just speeds up boom rams him
1: what what <laughs> oh man yeah i Dude, his voice too, so back, this is his voice back to the like the fear idea, right? You see, you're seeing fear in people's faces. You just pointed out with Cobblepot, where you said before with Catwoman, while he's beating the shit out of people. And it opens with that, him going, you know, when that light hits the sky, it's not just a call, it's a warning. warning. The way he says it's a warning is again, this guy is so mad all the time. And just mad Batman. It, it felt like <laughs> Christian Bale was, and he he says in in begins, he's like my anger outweighs my guilt, you know, because he's like you uh you feel guilty for the death of your parents when when he's Rosal goes training him in the beginning it begins and he's like my anger outweighs my guilt, but in this it's like this motherfucker is he's like you want to see anger, it's a warning like he is. <laughs> he's so mad he's just always ready to go i oof it's gonna like we're really gonna see kind of a ugly fucking side of batman it'll be a fun ugly it's not like it's gonna be hard to watch i just think it's and this is also gonna be very actory i like this whole shit is just gonna be and not too much where it's like oh they're just they want the academy like award i mean his voice i'm obsessed with voice work obviously like this dude he's british and it's like i had i tend to have a little bit of i'm kind of like oh, come on what, what, all these british people in these batman I, I can tend to kind of do that not and it's not so much because i'm american but it's like it's also just and i'm from here but it's any movie it's like if it's a british thing put british people in. i'm not gonna cast an american dude as james bond like what's next like the rock is james bond like how many times are we gonna make uh, batman is an historical super the superhero comic as many of us know is a purely american creation batman is a purely it comes out of new york we all know the history there so it's kind of like if you're gonna do it just after a while so to me at first i'm like another fucking brit And then you got, like, a drop-dead gorgeous, you know, Irish stud playing the Penguin. It's like, what are we doing here? And then you hear these guys talk. Okay. And it might as well be Daniel Day-fucking-Lewis becoming another person. And I'm not saying Bale did a bad American... Bale's American accent was fine. I just... That Colin Farrell, him going, uh, take it easy, sweetie. Oh, like, he... That is a Brooklyn gangster asshole buried under Penguin. Me, I mean that. Uh, it, it is this. Is, I'm telling you, this, this movie is going to be. And her voice is Catwoman. Anyone else? Uh, obviously, to to talk about Andy Circus voice work is pointless. He's Andy Circus. Right. I'm telling you, dude. I really think this movie. And then, you know, back to the, so I've been talking for a bit. What, what do you think on that stuff?
2: Uh, I love, I mean, aside from the tone and everything, I, uh, did they say, I mean, have we even, even been told, is it going to be rated R? Is that what they're, is that what they're aiming for?
1: So kind of back to what I was saying much earlier about, I don't know if I did say this, but I hope they don't go too far with action is what I was saying. Maybe I didn't say this. Did I say that?
2: Yeah. No,
1: I've done so many reactions at this point. Sorry, but (laughs) point is, uh, I was—if I have any beef with what I have seen—is that I hope they don't like with anything. I hope they don't take the violence too far. But as we established, you have the loophole of going like it's younger Batman. By the end of it, he's not going to be and he learns a lesson from because clearly, I mean, that's the point of a fucking theme of a movie. If the theme is anger, he better learn from it or doesn't learn from it and it gets worse. So we'll see. I don't know. But... Well,
2: I mean, this film has been touted since the beginning uh, a true detective story.
1: Yeah. So we... let's get into that. Yes. We're you finally know. getting a detective Batman movie. We're
2: finally getting a detective Batman. How hard
1: was that? that? how hard was that <laughs> what happened right. there uh, again 10 I years mean, for a solo movie i would have taken batman in space by year nine and yeah, now it's I like mean, we're finally getting a detective yes so go ahead holy shit
2: no, i was saying we we're finally i mean I, I know you said you didn't you didn't see the the, the clips before the interview but real quick they he said oh yeah no and you can
1: tell me that stuff i'm not like saving that for a reaction go ahead yeah
2: this is going to be a detective movie and again they they use the word noir again or it's just going to be um batman using his smarts alongside his you know his brawn and that's something we rarely got to see in anything we didn't see it in batman versus superman nope. uh any of the christian we saw a little bit of Chris in the christopher nolan ones when he was trying to uh d- dissect the bullets that were being used for joker you know that was kind of detective but it was not him using forensics using crime you know sneaking around getting what have you uh um, fingerprints type stuff yeah, It like didn't
1: that, but... shape his motivations. It didn't yeah, yeah, exactly. affect how he behaved in any way. It was just like one scene of a thing that he did. Most of that so movie, it's... he's trying to quit being Batman, unfortunately. But that's a different exactly. story.
2: I want to see, <laughs> yes, him kick some ass, but I want to see him grab some evidence, head back to the Batcave and fucking decipher it. Just decipher the hell of it. And then when he gets that next clue he goes back kicks some ass finds the next clue brings it back to the bat cave, you know
1: well it's also that's one of those that. things that you shouldn't have to try to fit into a batman story it's kind of oh, like what i used to try been. to tell my students of like try to find the thing that you can't shut yourself up about pursue <laughs> that batman. you know it's like yeah i mean essentially that's for me that's how i can't shut up about that so i pursued that to whatever extent that's what you do it, you know characters a person whoever they are in a movie or not finds themselves doing the shit they like to do and so when there's a camera on them have them do that and you know yeah. we should be seeing this guy just constantly obsessively as we talk about batman we can't help that as we look stuff up about batman read books this guy is reading through files and trying to stop people in this case what's fascinating here is that it is down and dirty. There is a guy killing people. And this guy's got to find out how to stop him. That's it.
2: On top of that, the riddler leaving him riddles to decipher. You know, that's part of the detective work there. He's gotta figure out what the hell he's saying. His next clue, his next target, his next whatever.
1: And that's Victor. how you make it all serial killy and uh and yeah. David Finchery and Zodiac Killer. Oh my god. Yeah, so let's talk, uh, I guess, before we get to Riddler and Catwoman, because I want to get to them, and then, of course, the Batmobile. Um, back to, like, color palette and stuff like that. You know, muted is what we thought. And I would also say it was fair to say, judging by the last trailer, correct me if I'm wrong, Fandom 2020 it seemed much more muted than this, right? Well, maybe not yes. I don't um,
2: know only because we opened up with a scene in an active crime scene where Gordon and the policeman were in a dimly lit room and Batman walks in with and they give him the message and then you just see some flash screens uh, and then you see him beating someone guy in the in the alley you know the first time I think you're right I
1: think it's just environmental and it's contextual yeah. And what's you happening feel? in this trailer is that it's that same muted color palette, but they are just throwing a ton of amazing fucking lights and colors at it. And that mix is one of the coolest goddamn things I've ever seen. Like those sunrises, the profile of Batman and Catwoman, iconic. Him, uh, uh, Penguin in his, you know, penthouse, that view of like what looks like the Brooklyn looking bridge and big-ass buildings in that huge circle window at sunrise. Uh, This shit is, it looks too good. Like, it really, for a Batman movie, I'm like, how is it this filmic? Like, Matt Reeves, I I don't know. I haven't seen other stuff besides those Apes movies, but those Apes movies looked cool, but they weren't like, this shit, again, film film. This looks like film school shit. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm so impressed by the colors.
2: The scenes with uh, Selena and Batman on the top on the top of the building, and he's just she's all just stroking, and that's like straight out of the damn comics, you know. Oh, and, that too. Yeah, you're right. Visually, that they that's how they visually saw it in the comics, and then the, they show it here. Yeah, <sighs> so good. Was, um, yeah,
1: and then I guess one last thing before we get to the characters is the. the fucking scene speaking of lights speaking of color him in the nightclub beating the shit out of those dudes and the red lights are just flashing in and out (gasps) (laughs) oh my god dude (sighs) I I just know I'm gonna watch this movie so many times
2: yeah and I hope they push it's a warning (laughs) (laughs) I hope they don't push it past two and a half hours Agreed. i can stand to watch it three hours of course but i don't want it to ever feel draggy or you know i want it to be just boom 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 boom
1: especially, especially a movie like theater. this because it's going to be yeah. heavy if it's about anger and fear and rage and shit and it's this dark ass you know uh finchery <laughs> a serial killer movie yeah you don't want that to
2: yeah, yeah and
1: uh, we don't need more than 215, two and a half at
2: all. Aside of that, you see, you know, Selena trying to reach, you know, emotionally into Batman's psyche. I mean, we saw her in that clip where she's like freaking out with him, you know, bashing someone's head in or something. You know, she's obviously trying to uh, reach him on a different level other than anger maybe you know love some kind of interest i mean of course we all know that's what happens in the comics mm-hmm. but to finally see it played out like that you know we didn't see it play out like that in uh, batman uh returns we didn't see it come out in uh, uh the dark knight rises that mm-hmm. we haven't seen it at all so just mm-hmm. finally see that dynamic between your point them yeah two. her
1: bringing him, and that could be maybe some of that symbolism of like him being brought out of the darkness yeah yeah because even alfred says you know if you keep going there won't be any of you left and Mm -hmm. that's i think when he goes i don't care what happens i don't care what happens to me so that's interesting to already be and i (laughs) i said in my reaction too because it was the first time i watched it obviously and i'm like we're already there like we're already at the point where he's over the edge like why are we starting with this shit and then i'm like no that's actually interesting because then what you can do is like that's where he starts to develop and even if you make the next one like let's say it's only three movies even if you end the next one with elevating his rage he's gonna have to learn that lesson at some point right and then so like the third one i think is when we'll see prime batman and he'll be a lot more calm we might get even traces at that point of like a Robin might come along, but I honestly don't even think they're ever going to do in this. It, it doesn't anyway. Um, all right. So let's start to wind down with characters and the Batmobile. So we have a young, young Battenson. What do you think mm-hmm. of the idea of a younger Batman?
2: A younger Batman and younger mm-hmm. story. It, I think it was great. I mean, I, I guess we, we did pretty but,
1: much talk about that for a while. I don't know if there's more to it, but
2: I'm so happy is that they didn't give us another damn origin story.
1: Good call. You know, excellent point.
2: How many times did the Marvel Universe show <sighs> Spider-Man getting bit by a goddamn spider?
1: How many times the DC show? Martha the, the pearls it's like come on
2: yeah so we don't we i mean eh, yes reference it whatever but do not re just show us uh you know i am vengeance i'm gonna i promise you i will i will uh rid the world of evil um uh, no i love the fact that he's starting off young i love the fact that we're going to build on that that the people i mean hopefully the storyline is going to build up that you know right now he's beating the hell out of everyone but maybe in part two he's learned to hold back and um just uh what's the word uh incapacitate him rather than beating the holy hell of them just Mm -hmm. break his leg or do something here where they can't move or they can't yeah
1: become closer to who we get in dark knight returns where he's like from this angle i can you know disable this yeah. guy in 35 ways and he's essentially a surgeon as he tells the <laughs> mutant leader I'm the surgeon and this is my operating table. This yeah, he's not the it. surgeon yet in this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's good in that aspect that they're starting young. It's good in the aspect that we are getting to uh, grow with him as well as the villains. I mean, we who knows, we don't know if we're going to get the penguin at the end of this. I mean, as far as we yeah, know, so let's bring
1: that into uh, let's bring that into the other characters because uh, as I asked the young Battenson, we really did kind of already cover that. Um, yeah, excellent point about the origin story. We had to talk about that, so damn glad too. So, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Penguin, we don't, yeah, what were you saying? We don't know how don't, it's going to talk.
2: Yeah, we don't know if he's Penguin right now or he's Oswald. We know that he is the character of Oswald or Penguin uh we don't know where he is as far as the hierarchy of gangsters or or, we know how where he is we do see him uh, and you know there's an iceberg
1: lounge that's in the movie (laughs) yeah so yeah he could just at this point be like a a crooked uh club-owning gangster on his rise
2: yeah yeah we don't know anything about anything i mean when we first saw him in the first fandom trailer, he was so, he was just shown really quickly and, and no one knew that was a Penguin or Oswald. They even they didn't even know that was Colin Farrell because of the makeup.
1: Yeah, no one could believe it. Like, no, no one knew. You know, like, what?
2: Now, if this is the rise of the Penguin, hopefully, oh, shit, sorry, we uh, we get to see him turn into the Penguin, the the gangster boss that he is uh hopefully they're not gonna pull a one and done and have him killed you know maybe we'll see him like throughout the thing he's gonna be a thorn you know in batman's side story-wise further on down the road uh and i have no i, I loved his accent or his lack of accent because he's got <laughs> a really hard accent colin
1: farrell have you heard yeah him talk super that? thick irish
2: oh my god really sick i mean, not bad but it's really you know uh yeah uh and then under all those prosthesis (laughs) prosthesis
1: uh
2: i like the fact that they're going with a more uh traditional fat man gangster not short stubby wah-wah type that's know? a
1: good point yeah he's not deformed <laughs> and it's not has that yeah. black crap floating out of his mouth but he also doesn't uh yeah he's not super short he doesn't look like he's we haven't seen a limp he might have a limp but
2: yeah we haven't seen anything so yeah
1: you know. uh, all right so how about riddler what do you think of riddler
2: Riddler I was reading up on actually today. Today they were showing someone had already been comparing the way he looks to that Zodiac Killer. Like the Zodiac Killer had been described exactly like that with like that green jacket type emblem oh, on shit. it. Yeah. And, and, uh, if you ever get a chance, look it up. Uh, Zodiac Killer descriptions or people had um, you know, when they had seen him or they they thought they saw him. That's what they described him as. Police police sketchings. Um, so what do you think is of the Riddler a, suit? How, what do, yeah, do you think so of that suit? T- the suit? It's almost kind of scary because you don't know who's underneath or what's underneath. You know, we don't... This is going to be a very different Riddler from the Gorshwin and the uh, the uh, what's his face? Uh, Jim Carrey version. Mm-hmm. You know? Kooky
1: type. It looks nothing it's, like the Riddler, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. You don't see anything of the Riddler, I mean, besides the question mark and the green. You know, we his face mask looks like just like green duct tape. I was going to say, yeah, we
1: got green is about the only. And until I saw that action figure, which I didn't see until after the uh, doing my trailer reaction, then I saw a question mark on the full suit. That full suit is not anywhere in that trailer. The only visual that we get of the Riddler in the suit is his face in that monitor.
2: Right. So yeah, no, this is going to be a very demented, you know, seven-type bad guy uh, that we're now. How do you
1: like how different the suit is from traditional Riddler?
2: Oh, it's yeah, it's a total departure. I mean, no,
1: how do you like? Do you like? Do I
2: like it? Yes. I like it. I like it a lot more than the spandex versions or the suited, the green suited, even in the Batman uh the animated series with a derby and all that, you know, all gentleman-like. This guy's this guy's demented and and because I'm just
1: hearing a lot of complaints that it looks absolutely nothing like Riddler. Like they wanted at least some kind of bowler hat or they wanted some kind of um I don't know i, I I'm not I, it's hard i I know this isn't like <laughs> this isn't the world for I still think you could pull off some kind of like psychotic hipster would rock a bowler hat in Gotham City you could figure that out yeah i I just but here's the thing this movie is the only the first one he could develop and by the end of it, could fucking put A bowler hat on his head and cut to credits. Yeah, um,
2: and it, it's another character. I hope they don't kill. I hope they keep him in Arkham or, good whatever. Point.
1: yeah, excellent we don't point. Need,
2: we don't need to kill these people, you know. We don't need to kill like the Joker or no, well, they didn't kill the Joker, but I mean, uh, Two Face in uh, mm-hmm. say uh, Batman Forever, they killed him, they killed Bane, you know, they uh, in. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling Reeves is going to treat this more weirdly, even though how real it is, like Batman comics. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to think anything else on the Riddler. I Paul Dano could fucking act, dude. Again, talk about an actor-y movie. There will be blood. He is so <laughs> good. I it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Is Tarantino does this commentary, or it does like a I don't even know, I guess it was, they added it to the There Will Be Blood. It's on YouTube is the point, so I don't know where it's from, but it's audio of Tarantino talking about There Will Be Blood, and he's like, uh, you know, water is wet, the sky is blue, Daniel Day-Lewis can act his ass off. He's obviously amazing in this. So talking about Paul Dano's performance is difficult to do fairly, uh, but he's like, I still just don't think he's holding up to daniel day lewis which is like how does anyone hold up i'd love to hear and i'm not saying tar- he's quentin tarantino i would just like to hear who's supposed to hold up daniel day lewis number 2 that was also 15 years ago by the time this comes out right so it's like if dano was that good then that they cast him against daniel day lewis he's fucking dano i mean that performance I somehow hadn't seen that movie until recently, which I know, I get it. It's crazy. But, Mm. I mean, wow. So, that is brought to this, and it seems like that voice work is so unsettling. Like I think that's going to be a big thing with this movie. It's just going to be really unsettling. Yet, unlike Joker, which was, yes, shot artistically and all this stuff, it was so unsettling that it gave you no break from that dude's like mania and just i it was just unpleasant to watch and i think that's the point i was supposed to feel like a horror movie and i can't horror movies now we've just gotten so good at scaring the shit out of people with cameras that i'm just not in with that type of horror i need some kind of like fantastical element to to keep and it can be fucked up it can be very psychological point is david fincher kind of takes that like You know, uh, like I haven't seen Zodiac, but I loved Mind Hunter. I think that was like just Fincher and obviously Fight Club, uh, you know, Benjamin Button. I think that's Fincher at his best is when like he's taking something that is real and seven, of course. Holy shit. Mm. Um, but even that, that's like kind of as serial killer as I'm interested in when it comes to Fincher. I think Fincher is good at taking like real world fucked up things getting into the nitty gritty of stuff but he makes it look so beautiful and rich and like it's just shot so well and this has that all over it but it's even more aesthetically it's heightened more than that so it's a little more comic-y which is perfect for batman
2: (laughs) yeah that's why i don't i hope they don't kill him or any of the characters off i would love to see him in some form you know maybe down the road uh, of a second or third movie maybe like the cartoons or the comics the villains working together you know um i i want to see uh, more of the riddler if, if if the way the way they're going with it a, I would love to see more of his you know especially his riddles i can't wait to see his riddles because
1: oh if, well i always say the riddler a... No, go ahead. Sorry.
2: And I was like, even as a kid or even as, uh, you know, in the um, animated series, whenever it a Riddle, I was like trying to decipher it before Batman.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, of course, I never did because yeah, I'm not Batman. You're but not a genius. <laughs> I'm not a genius at all.
1: Well, yeah, that's what it was that scares me about Riddler is that I am terrible at riddles. So I, I would just give up. I'd be like, oh, just go kill a bunch of people because I I do. <laughs> Call Batman i'm done i, I just don't what
2: yeah no and have you ever played any of the arkham asylum games or arkham games on any,
1: yeah any and that's where uh, the riddler stuff he it's too hard for me it's I. some hard. people some people are puzzle people that's how they that's how their no, brain works they uh, want that in their life they want to to hurt their brain the, for whatever the masochistic puzzles. reason
2: the puzzles pissed me off that was one part <laughs> of the game i'm like eh, i'm just gonna do the Riddler later.
1: <laughs> shit drives me nuts. And that's some people's thing. That's all they do. They're obsessed with the Riddler shit. So, um, yeah. And I, that's why he's a timeless villain. A guy who's that intelligent and can trick you with those riddles. And then the stakes are that people are, are going to get fucking murdered. And there's one guy who can stop them. That's a story that will always work. Um, I'll also say this. That this is the first time we've gotten a serious live-action Riddler since the serial killer as we know it. Think about that. So, like historically, the 70s is when that term even became a thing. That's what that, in fact, David Fincher, the show *Mindhunter* is all about. Is the first time that the FBI started classifying, uh, interviewing, classifying serial killers as serial killers by interviewing. So Ser- serial killers. So you started yeah. to build what are called FBI profiles as we now know them for serial killers. Um That didn't happen before Batman 66, right? So and obviously even if it had Batman 88, if it was the same shit, wouldn't have touched on that stuff. So this is like we're getting our first Riddler serial killer ever.
2: hmm And yeah, you you didn't see anything related to that uh, Jim Carrey's version. Nothing. That was still, yeah, that was still. He was essentially
1: Mad Hatter for whatever reason. Essentially, he was doing mind control with a TV box
2: (laughs) with the same shtick as the Frank Gorshwin Riddler from the '66.
1: Yeah, stealing liberally, like performance, the suit, the laugh. Yeah. (laughs)
2: So, yeah, no, that's why, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this Riddler.
1: All right, so let's wrap with the cat and the Batmobile. Uh, I've said a lot of things about the Batmobile and said a lot of mean things about the Batmobile. So, let's start with the cat, and then you're going to hear <laughs> actual positive things that Benjamin has to say about the Bat and some Batmobile. Um, so yeah, let's do Catwoman in like five minutes. Go for it.
2: Zoe Kravitz is beautiful. Oh my God. She is gorgeous. And the way, the way they, uh, they have her as in the short hair, you know, we've always seen her uh, in the past, uh, what one, two, three, three times we've seen her. I'm talking about 66 Batman returns and uh dark knight Rises, long black uh, excuse me
1: hair. what about 2004 uh, Halle berry oh.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, oh my god you just <laughs> you had to god. bring me down <laughs>
0: okay no what yeah, about I'm the skipping best over Calvin.
2: that atrocity anyways where was i going with this oh her short hair her beautiful oh her beauty yeah. Woo! Um, we are seeing her as uh, a cat burglar again. Are we going to see her as officially Catwoman, or are we seeing her as Selina Kyle? Is it we this are we this early before she becomes Catwoman? We don't know. Uh from what we see, we've already seen her already diving into Batman's psyche as far as you know. <laughs> she even likes who are you under that mask, you know, and stuff, stuff mm. like that. Yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, costume wise, we didn't really see anything more than, uh, her uh, little tight black suit. I mean, we didn't see her with ears on, did we? I don't no, we
1: didn't see her with ears. Uh, I was actually, <clears throat> I, I went back a couple of times to make sure and even rewatched my reaction today. I was like, did we get any ears in that trailer? Which the answer is no. We in fact had a little more ironically, <laughs> In the fandom trail, the 2020 fandom right. trailer, where she kind of pulls what looks like an early version of the ear, slash, cowl, slash, uh, eye, what would you call a domino mask thing? Yeah. But no, no but, cowl in uh, this, but the suit. Yeah. 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 Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, it's like, I, I, as far as how we're going to see her portrayed as, you know, I hope we don't see her as a, uh, damsel in distress because she's always... she's nothing like that. And we I hope we don't see her fall gaga for Batman. I mean, even though in the comics she is and she gave up a life of crime for him. You know, I hope we see... I, I hope we see her... I mean, we saw her in different, like, wigs. She's obviously trying to play something. She's trying to, you know, scam her way into something to steal. Yeah,
1: she's got a whole con man james bond thing yeah we saw her in god it's so smart it's so perfect you know such a good idea
2: so um i mean other than that uh i'm excited to you know i'm glad they brought her in as i mean as far as we know we don't even know if she's is she a villain is she still because i mean early on in batman's uh career she was a bad guy she didn't turn to a good guy until here recently, you know, well, maybe past 10-15 years. Yeah. In the comics, it's a good question.
1: She's... Yeah, I think in relation to him, she's gonna be in this, she's gonna be more good than bad because yeah, she's gonna be breaking the law, so she'll be catwoman enough insofar as she's a burglar. Um, she steals things, she's a con man, but she's benevolent enough and i think she's gonna have a motivation of good in this where batman's gonna let it slide that she steals shit and also stealing things for batman's not it's not at the top of his list people yeah. robbing especially robbing rich people is kind of like for him he's not a robin hood or anything and he is rich so he, he it's not like a thing that he likes per se but for him it's violent crime it's the poor getting fucked it's um, children, that kind of thing, so I, yeah, that's a good question about where she stands on the on the whole villain spectrum, but I, damsel in distress, uh, yeah, i don't i I agree, I don't think they're gonna do that at all. And dude the suit is unfucking believable. what we got so far i that was the thing where I was just kind of like, so far, what we got seems so stripped down that I'm like, none of this seems Catwoman, but we got this time, of course. We haven't gotten a mask yet, but I'll let it go because it's early. Um, that Ooh. collar thing up like the jumpsuit with the high collar and it's just enough cat in there and a little bit of like some s and Hellraiser shit going on. Yes. Holy fuck is she hot in that. And then she definitely just turns around and runs off of the building and this has to be pre-whip because yeah. I know we saw the toys have a whip she must get that at the end because if she is jumping from a building to a gigantic what looks like elevator cable with no whip um that's pretty interesting
2: yeah we also see her i believe fighting yeah she does like a really badass roundhouse kick to someone and
1: right but i'm saying if if it's a stunt where she would normally have a whip you know what i'm saying like i think that that was to emphasize this is not yet Catwoman, but it is if she's crazy fucking crazy enough to jump off of a high rise (laughs) (laughs) uh whip or not but if she's also willing to do it without a whip and without the mask on i think yeah i think that's her just starting to like oh so cool i you know obviously this is all guesswork it's hard to tell but i i like what you said before i didn't think about it much honestly I feel kind of stupid uh, not thinking about this so much cuz i guess she's hot and there's a lot of things to think about when you see this trailer but her keeping him out of the darkness and again going back to maybe a lot of that imagery of light coming through darkness is darkness being pulled into light uh her keeping him over the edge from going over the edge without having a cheesy but Robin character, <laughs> I, I didn't. Well, I honestly didn't even consider they, that. That's a really good point.
2: I hope they don't. I hope he doesn't reveal himself to Catwoman in this movie.
1: Oh, I don't. I, oh, identity is a thing. I just like. I hope we don't get a Robin. We don't get other Supermen in this. I do fucking not need a reveal of his identity. It means so little to me. Every time it's even played with, I get annoyed. Uh, that's could be a pet pet peeve. I just do not care. I know it's important because it's secret identity and part of who he is, literally identity and characters have identity da, 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 da. There's just so much more to play with, I think especially in this style of batman like the whole thing of like who is bruce wayne student next week like that just seems so <laughs> no matter how they do it it seems 66 and that's also why the whole like recent thing in the spider-man universe um was kind of like that's your big the beer partner spider-man it's like all right well this is a world where fucking robert downey jr might might as well have looked at camera and been like I'm Robert Downey Jr. at the end of the first movie, so like no one is on is has a secret identity in those Spider-Man in, in those Marvel flicks. I don't think so. Like I don't know that that to me felt so forced. Whereas with this, this guy is a secret. He not not he doesn't just have a secret identity. He is a secret. Christian Bale wanted out so bad from almost day one. He just wanted this curse to somehow be lifted for other people. He did want to help people. He also he's just kind of self-centered. Like he yeah, or he just was more normal, let's say. I think Christian Bell is just so much more normal. This guy is an unhinged fucking crazy person. Exactly. Um, who no doesn't want anything. To resemble a normal life he doesn't want a relationship he doesn't want to do anything but investigate crimes and stop people from dying um and i don't see this guy uh and this is a good transition to the batmobile where we can end is i don't see this guy drinking a cappuccino in florence with catwoman at the end like christian Bale. Not Unless anything. it's with the Riddler and he's putting question marks in it, I don't see this fucking Batman doing that. <laughs> just saying.
2: Yeah, so I hope yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Because it will just screw up the di- dynamic if Catwoman were to come back say episode or movie two, movie three. I think if they're going to do it and this is going to be a solid trilogy, do it at the end. Whatever. Or don't even do it. I don't care. Just don't do it now.
1: Well, and don't have him give up being Batman. No, no. Who the fuck wants to? I, like, I, I guess some people, obviously, they, they did. And it was a way of playing it real slash gritty insofar as, well, the guy is a human being. Let's let him be human. I get the desire for that. I just, I think it goes back to like Nolan, maybe not being comics first and not being a huge comic fan. He's more just like what would a real man in a real world want? Well, people want to be loved and they want relationships. And it's like this guy wants to fucking hurt people at night. That's what he wants to do. And he wants to stop people from getting hurt and he will do whatever he's got to do to do it. And that's where you will find him at night hurting the people. (laughs) Um, All right. So the Batmobile. Now, I have lamented about this um, how do you feel about the Batmobile? Because again, I I gotta say, I'm not converted, but I I am I am now Batson Mobile adjacent. I'll say that.
2: Um. Well, we did see a lot more of it. Now we finally saw him in action. We saw. I mean, again, we're. This is Batman Year Two. This is something. It looks like something he put together in the garage. You know, and he's only gonna build upon upon this. This is obviously not gonna be the Batmobile we'll see in a part two, or you know, as he's growing, he's gonna, you know, make it better. Excellent point. And, yeah, it's really you know, important this.
1: to keep in mind. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because this is him, you know, this is a muscle car. You know, there's like no almost gadgetry to it aside the afterburners in the back that you know launch i mean uh asfort right. as this it is... looks it yeah, this doesn't it, even sorry. look like it has windows <laughs> it looks like <laughs> it's just open <laughs> but uh after he uh, that last scene where he uh you know we see the atomic batteries to power turbines to speed and then tim take off <laughs> and then we and then we see it coming at the end through the flames you know that's like you know you tend to forget that the Batmobile is always it's always been a character in any Batman movie
1: a character yeah. unto we just, itself yeah. yeah
2: we were just talking about um, the flash movie we're like we're the, the reveal at the end you know of the Batmobile are like oh we know that's the Batmobile he's like a secondary character you know he was there before Robin was there come on now
1: <laughs> <laughs> no that's such a good point yeah yeah there's a reason. Uh, that was what they chose to yeah
2: so no i I think, and then you know, I hope we get a uh, a full scale batmobile to uh, a future figure. I know you show me some pictures already of the spin master figure uh, mm-hmm. and that's not that's not to size or scale, I hope we get a better version, you know just just because you yeah, know just because it's a batmobile, you yeah. know, and I believe i mean I'm sure we're gonna be talking about it. In further episodes and batmail and batmobile app update updates because you know hot wheels will probably be putting out tons of. <laughs> different oh yeah we're gonna get a that. lot
1: of these. <laughs> yeah yeah man Sorry. i gotta say i i agree i a lot of what you said has made me like it more of just acknowledging this is year two batman this is not it this isn't the batmobile this is a batmobile While this is like similar to what I was saying before with the language nerd thing of putting a definite article in front of Batman makes him sound more mysterious. I think we have to do that with this isn't the Batmobile. We have to make this an indefinite article, kids. Are you writing this down? And we have to make it a Batmobile. I Uh, I think if I do that in my head, I I feel a lot better about it. But you put it perfectly gadget free. It's literally no oil slick no tax out on the road no uh you know go down the list of the line launcher thing that you know gets them around the corner quick none oh, of that shit Bat computer cable launcher pen. that's what i was trying to say cable launcher yeah. yeah no computer panel yeah now i will say we haven't seen every angle of this thing oh yeah so there's also a beautiful red light inside the car Cause red is clearly a big thing in this. I think the flare before we talked about that, the red tone of any sunrise with orange the red's a big thing in this. And the title treatment, of course, the Jim Lee piece <laughs> blood. I think there's going to be a lot of blood that we have not seen yet, unfortunately, or fortunately we'll see. But I think that there's probably some kind of panel on there. That's pretty fucking cool looking that we haven't seen. Oh, yeah, no, and I think they deliberately haven't shown us. I think if there was a whole Batmobile sequence, James Bond type, like you know, uh, turbines, so like you said before, like if they actually went through the whole, like, uh, here's the gadgetry of, of the Batmobile, that would take away from. I think they're marketing this well, is what I'm gonna say. Um, I still wish the back of it. I just here is a wish that I think. Could kind of compromise with everything i just said of saying like i like it i like it, i like it but i still think i can compromise with that guy for a second and still stay a little stubborn to the guy i was before this trailer which is like the back of that car looks perfect the pointy fins that go up the lights are perfect the red again red 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 um i think it's a someone was saying last night a twin turbo v10 is the engine in that thing Wow, which is ridiculous for any car. Uh, It's a Lamborghini on crack, but more muscly. Um, Yeah. I mean, Lamborghinis are more, let's not get too deep into cars, but this is a more American muscle, not, you know, European sports fanciness, but it is essentially as fast. And does that, I guess the back of it has, I don't know. Point is, it's just a little too sporty for me. The back of it is perfect for like a stripped down Batmobile because it does evoke a little bit of ears in terms of its pointiness. I absolutely love the jet stuff and the pipes and the turbine the circle, like that blue circle in the middle of the turbine and how it then fans out to those pointy red lights all that shit works in the back but then the rest of the car is just, it looks just like the front of it is just I think that's what like you said, it's going to get improved upon. The front, I think, is just going to get extended. If you extend that front and just throw a little fancier shit on the front of it, stylize the front of it a little more and extend it, that's a gorgeous Batmobile. But it it is just... It just looks like a charger from the front. from like
2: It still looks looks too street legal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's a little too, like, you kind of... If that was in the dark, if you walked by that, the silhouette of it wouldn't throw you off in any way yeah and i just think every batmobile should almost like what the fuck is that like they should all do that to you but um like you said it's an early batmobile so
2: yeah i mean not to take away from the batmobile but we did get glimpses of a bat cycle too so we haven't seen much of that
1: Mm, good point yeah
2: you know we for we don't know anything about the bat cycle it could be just a regular bat, uh a, a motorcycle we well that
1: actually I mean, does have little ears yeah the bat cycle it, has uh wherever the handlebar I don't know shit about motorcycles, but wherever the handlebars meet in the middle of the front well I guess where the windshield would normally go uh little bat ears on it
0: mm.
1: now that was in the uh those spy shots that we saw from from scotland when they were shooting in the graveyard which we actually i was excited i was like "Ooh!" when we saw those graveyard scenes in the trailer yeah. i was like spy shots bitch even though i try not to look too much at the spy stuff or obsess over it but i was like oh that that came about
2: right and then on top of that you know we'll talk about it later on in the show is the uh McFarlane is putting out the 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 bat bike the bicycle so yeah. we have that to go by too so it's obviously going to be, it's obviously big enough to warrant its own production, you know, as far as a figure or, or, or accessory, I mean, so mm-hmm. who knows how much we're going to see of that in the, uh, in the movie.
1: Oh, I'm but, a total, I'm a total idiot. Sorry. Wait, what, what were you just <laughs> saying about? All right, sorry. Back to it. The suit. We didn't talk about the suit. Oh, <laughs> I, I hate to cut you off just that abruptly because it sounded like you had a good point. But I was like, if we don't talk about the bat suit, that's just no,
2: no. I was just like, we didn't think about mentioning the bike as part of the uh, uh, the vehicle. You know, as no, as- I didn't, I didn't
1: think of that. Good point. Yeah, no, we definitely had to talk about the bat bike. We we got our bat cycle. We definitely got a bat cycle. I think it's that's even more stripped down. But again, I I think that's different from the one that we got in the graveyard. Maybe he has more than one. Oh, oh, I was about to say something that I know from a comic about the Bat Cycle. and I'm going to shut up. Oh, I think. (laughs) Uh
0: Oh, Oh,
1: wow. This is why I'm so glad I am now a comic nerd. I have all of what I feel like is secret knowledge and it's not a secret at all. But man, mm, this is exciting because this is I mean, I don't know when the last time would have been when you had a tie in comic right before you know a trailer slash movie we hadn't seen a lot of this shit before and there is now a tie-in comic of a new live-action bat movie and now i think i know some shit my friend i think i know Uh some shit
2: so am i uh, and if you want this
1: secret knowledge it's really hard to find it's called batman imposter and it's available anywhere you get comic books (laughs) i've
2: got the book so that means i need to uh catch up
1: oh it's just one issue that's it
2: but it's. I think it's a six-part series. It's
1: well, yeah, but it just. If oh, you, oh, you have push. to. You always have to wait.
2: Well, I want to wait, but now you just drop that kind of. Uh, I, forgot, I, just, that...
1: I forgot about your rule for a sec. As I was saying, I was like, "Oh, yes, you have to wait." <laughs>
2: uh nah. Well, you yeah, might break no, your rule for that. I could. I huh. mean, it's not going to be that.
1: I mean, Always. at this point, it doesn't matter because the trailer already dropped, so there's no pressure yeah. at this point. You know what I mean? Like yeah. by the time, by the time the six books will come out, it'll be well before the movie. They were counting on the movie. They weren't counting on Benjamin being right there. But actually, yes, they were counting on a lot of comic nerds being right there before Fandom. That's why it just came out. But I'm glad I'm on top of my books.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, that was really exciting. But yeah, so the suit. Um, we got some samurai looking. Soldier, uh, shoulders We got a cowl that somebody Pointed out today and I noticed this a while ago And there were some online renderings that I Thought were amazing Of a 66 version of Battinson because the nose Is a pretty fucking 66 cowl
2: Yeah which no, is funny it almost, It's it really looks,
1: interesting
2: It almost looks like it's Stitched together really finely Stitched like
1: I actually paused at a Moment and you can literally see the stitching
2: yeah, like he did it. He made it himself. You know?
1: <laughs> well, I would also argue uh, him top... and Alfred because uh, butlers oh. can do anything in a the house. They can sew. They could make a souffle. Butlers are fucking serious. If you're a five star butler and I guarantee you our boy Alfred is, he's able to do it. Side note. Sorry.
2: On, yeah, on top of uh, <laughs> that his Batman logo is supposed to be the gun that... Sh- he got that that killed his parents
1: yeah that's a theory because Kevin Smith wrote that into detective 1000 yeah is that uh, it was like a one shot that he wrote that yeah the bat emblem on his chest was made out of the gun that was used to kill his parents
2: yeah so I mean I would you would assume that's probably what it's going to be because why else would he do that
1: oh and specifically so we can keep it as close to his heart as possible and keep his parents as close to his heart that's, that's fucking brilliant writing, right there.
2: <laughs> you know what? It's a constant reminder what the hell he's doing this for. You know, yeah. Now whether he'll keep that going on to say movie two, movie three, I don't know. But it'd be nice.
1: But uh, yeah, that's. I also don't know time wise if that's possible though, because if you think Detective One Thousand came out. It's, I don't want to get too nerdy and, and try to think about this too much because it's not great for radio. I just don't know if the timeline lines up of Kevin Smith having written that in time for Matt Reeves and co writer to be inspired by that to write a whole fucking movie and shoot it in time. I don't know if that lines up. Um, so, but that is a cool, it's a again, that's poetry, that's amazing writing and kevin smith is is brilliant but uh so yeah bat symbol is pretty cool i don't mind it what do you think about armor a lot of people i included i i just the trailer the trailer has gotten me much more into this idea especially seeing him in action seeing how they're showing the action i mean taking straight handgun shots to the shoulder and just eating fucking bullets and stuff i'm liking the armor more i also like how it looks Samurai-ish on the especially on the shoulders. Right. I was just over armor. I really was over it from the Dark Knight trilogy. Again, first movie, first solo Batman movie. Then again, we did get a long time of. We got six years of Batfleck where there wasn't armor. We got the Kevlar thing on the front. It was armor plated, and the you know underneath, but it wasn't like armor armor. Now we're kind of back to armor. But again, year two, this isn't, again, the bat suit. This could just be a bat suit.
2: Yeah, plus uh, this is not a suit that is making him look all muscular-like. You know, like Affleck's suit was all buff and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kilmer's suit, Keaton's suit, you know, was rubbery.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. There was nothing wrong with nipples.
2: (laughs) Nipple gate. Going back, you don't see any of that in this suit. You don't see him being, oh, you know. In fact, he still looks small framed. I mean, Pattinson is a small framed guy. This it's another interesting that...
1: fact. I definitely want to talk about that. Yeah, along with the suit, this guy's not roided out. He's not. No, even he's also as, just not as... as big as Affleck as a person. I mean, Affleck's just naturally gigantic. He's
2: what six four, I believe, Affleck.
1: Yeah, he's six four. Yeah.
2: And he, and he built himself up to play that part. I mean, just got jacked. Which uh yeah, Pattinson is not. He's not. He's he's skinny. Even the shots of him as uh Bruce Wayne, you know, he's not frail, but he's not a he's not a big guy. No, and in fact, <laughs> we
1: even see him with his shirt off from the back. We see his back, yeah. and it was it was dope to see like the scars on him and stuff. The so it's scar- like, oh, he's seen some battle and definitely not weak like he's got a build you could tell he worked out um and he fights and shit i think from the front when we when we see like a front shot we'll probably see he he'll probably be cut i think but he is not yeah this is not a uh you know a roided out batman by any means
2: which could change by two and three if if his progression is batman also a good point you know maybe maybe matt reeves or you know they're gonna say hey we need you to bulk up a little now this is no longer year two this is <laughs> yeah yeah maybe year four
1: well i was also thinking of my reaction you know men just tend to also from your early 30s into your mid 30s into your late 30s you tend to just if you have the build to it kind of just blow out in terms of uh you can't continue to kind of bulk up size-wise like your frame can get just you become a bulkier person i've become a much bulkier person than I was even when i don't try to work i just have a bigger frame than i did in my late 20s uh you know like i'm like 36 now so if you figure this guy's like early 30s now or they're playing him as early 30s i don't know how old Battenson is but the point is we're assuming he's like early 30s if it's young batman um early to mid 30s maybe but yeah so Anyway, so back to the suit. Yeah, it would make sense for him to have armor. I love the boots. Um, the cowl is interesting. It's I, I like the pointy ears. I like how they're shamelessly pointy and kind of tall. And as a Beyond fan, I'm all about that.
2: <laughs> the Yeah, it's, it, well, they're, they're small ears, right, this time around? They're not it's tall? Not really... I, guess, I
1: guess I'm thinking pointy. I guess that's what I'm thinking. They're like pointy, extra yeah. pointy. Like they're not like the bat fleck ears were real stylized kind of into his head and real short these, I don't know, maybe it's just because of how far back they are in his head or what? I don't know what I'm thinking, but uh, they are, they're, they're very pointy. He just looks more like a bat than the last guy. Um, and then the dude, the fucking makeup, the, the black eye makeup is so perfect. And we can wrap with this of like the symbolism of really like the true Bruce Wayne. I've heard a couple of different people say this of it's kind of the most Bruce that you're going to get is Bruce in the Batcave. Meaning we all know he's more Batman than he is Bruce. But in the Batcave, he doesn't have to wear the suit, but he's still, let's say Bruce unmasked. So even if he isn't wearing the suit or he is in the suit, him in the cave is kind of his natural setting. Uh, He doesn't need to fake a voice. Right? He's not trying to scare anybody. So, anybody he's talking to, be it Alfred or the bat or whoever, it's kind of him at his most, him. It's Bruce at his, at his most natural. Now, traditionally, we've gotten him taken off the cowl and there's no fucking eye makeup, even though we know there's eye makeup under that. Now we're yeah. seeing that's like the coolest, even in a very Nolan way. Like, where were you with that, Nolan? Of going like where uh, <laughs> he takes off his cowl, uh, the eye makeup. Now, back to the cave it's like if that is his most natural setting where we see once again Bruce unmasked he still in some ways can never get rid of who the fuck he is and it's the bat I think seeing him look at the cat or you know look toward Alfred this time we, we finally it wasn't just that one shot that we had gotten from that first trailer but now like him looking back and saying I don't care what happens to me with that fucking black eye makeup. That is one of the most goddamn Batman things that I never thought and it, nor did I know I wanted. To. The opposite of the thing with the whole Flash thing like them giving me everything I wanted to see in that trailer. This was something that is something I never knew I wanted to see is Batman with raccoon eye makeup and just can't get rid of the bat. Raccoon. Fuck me, that's good.
2: Well, they've always said in comics and in history, Batman is who he is. Bruce Wayne is his. his. Uh, yeah, his I was character. just saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's perfect. So, But no, I was just thinking when it's about the the makeup, uh, Michael Keaton going back to uh, Batman Returns where he's just there and he reveals himself to Selena and he tears off his cow. And there's no black eyes
1: <laughs> yeah, the just... fucking swiss cheese mask he's got
2: <laughs> oh no
1: yeah um that's all i got i mean what else is there to say it's so good it, it, we've talked for hours and uh i think we hit all the points man
2: yes and this movie is the only movie i remembered when it comes out it'll be in march 2022 Oh. And that it said, just, interestingly, it
1: said only in theaters, meaning they are not they are done with the HBO Max. Oh,
2: I think as of December, there's no more <laughs> HBO Max. You know, no more day and date it. on HBO Max.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, there might be some of it. I think we're at a point where we might start seeing like hybrid releases, like some movies do it, some don't. But yeah, that whole like all of 2021 WB movies, that shit is done.
2: Yeah, of course. HBO Max will be the first ones that'll go to, mm. uh, you know, after the theatrical run's gone. But uh, yeah, and then pff, I'd rather see this movie at at the theaters, uh, IMAX preferably.
1: So that's a good point. Yeah, now when a new Batman movie comes out, it's not going to Netflix, bitch. It's not going. <laughs> we know where it's going. No sir, that's cool. <laughs>
2: And then that goes for The Flash, too. I mean, it goes for all the DC movies. So, they, yeah, this is going to be all uh, theater releases. Ugh, but no. oh, shit. Uh, yeah. It, it was well worth the four hours watching fandom just to see that. And then, <laughs> and, then the <laughs> face, and then Facebook blew up after it. I mean, I was quick to post on our Facebook the link. Oh, yeah. Good trailer. work with that.
1: Thank you for that. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, man. I, it's anything. I was like, oh my <laughs> God. I posted it on my own personal. I was like, oh my God, this movie. <laughs> People were dissecting it. People were talking about it. You know, just. Oh.
1: Dude, on the Instagram, the shot I chose was him with that fucking mud on his face.
2: Oh, yeah. When he's <gasps> looking up,
1: like, yeah. bro, that shot and his eyes, his eyes. I know I talked about the raccoon thing, but the eye work that he does in this to truly drive home, fear me. This is a fearsome motherfucker. Oh yeah, I. This is going to be so good. Or I, based on this, let's just say the trailer was so good. <laughs> yeah.
2: See, no, Pattinson is a. He's an excellent actor. If you've seen him in other works. he's a a true actor actor yeah Yeah, do not do not judge him on fucking twilight i'm so
1: done with the people saying that it's like oh
2: no see his other movies oh my god he's yeah he can act through the cowl and that was a big thing and just side subject about val kilmer Mm -hmm. he was he wanted to be batman but then when he found out how hard it was to be in the cowl he was he was sad because he wasn't be able he wasn't able to creatively show emotion and stuff through that mask. Mm, but here okay. in 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 Pattinson's uh, Battinson's, uh, <laughs> just those little shots we've seen of him, you see this acting coming through that cowl. His eyes, his gritting his, grinning, oh his teeth. His, Holy shit! What? <laughs> so anyway.
1: You're so right. Yeah. that? And I guess it was like as good as Bale was I don't think that Cowell did him many favors and I don't the voice I think killed a lot of it that's, for us.
2: That's what everyone like laughs or makes fun about his voice.
1: But that still doesn't explain Begins. You know I mean Begins the voice was still good but you don't think of that as like when Bale's in the suit it's just this I mean God because I, I always say, like, that's a fantastic Bruce Wayne flick, whereas the second he puts on the suit, it's kind of like, meh. <laughs> and then this seems like 100% the bat and uh, the Batman LT. It's called the Batman.
2: The Batman. Not it's just Batman. Morning.
1: Oh, dude, I'm going to watch this so many times. Uh, It's a warning that the bad signal looks so good. It all just looks so goddamn good.
2: It's And it's not that far away. It's what, five months, five and a half months?
1: Yeah, so what? November, December, January, February, March? Five months, dude.
2: No shit. Yeah. (sighs) And I will meet you right back here so we can discuss this movie again Uh, in its entirety.
1: (laughs) Bro. I'm gonna spend another four
2: hours just dissecting the movie.
1: (laughs) Ah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so damn good. All right, man. Good times talking. The batsman. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for entering the dome with LT and me.
0: It's Todd McFarland here. I got the DC multiverse and you're listening to DC collector cast.